They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, welcome, everyone. We are so excited to have you on our show today. Today, I have Mary Mitchell, and I am so excited that she is going to be able to share her story of her struggles that she had. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. So up to April 2019, which is not that long ago, Mary worked for the federal government. During the last eight years of her career, she felt helpless, powerless, and emotionally bankrupt. She was struggling in her life. And I'm going to turn the time over to Mary and let her actually share the rest of her story because she has a phenomenal story that I want you to be able to hear. And Mary, share with us what your struggles were, what you were going through at the time, and just let us know where you were at that time. And welcome, Mary. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show, Donna. I really appreciate it. I love having the opportunity to help other women learn from my story because that's how we learn, right? That's how we grow from learning from other people. Exactly. And as you mentioned, I, when I worked for the federal government, I really felt helpless and powerless because it always felt like I could never do anything right. You know, you have a hierarchy that you have to follow and, you know, everybody has different ideas and perceptions and requirements. And so trying to find that, that, that piece where you fit in, it's very difficult. And, and when you're in a position of leadership and you're a supervisor, the responsibility is even greater. And so because I was going through all of that and that emotionally bankruptness where, you know, it seemed like everything I did was wrong. I could never satisfy my, my leadership. I couldn't get things done. Um, staff, you know, managing staff was difficult. And at that same time, I was going through a divorce. I was going through all kinds of horrible things, which in turn led me to gain a lot of weight. I was almost 300 pounds at my largest. I was having blood pressure issues. I was having you know, diabetic issues. The migraines were intense. Ended up having lipomas that were growing everywhere. I mean, it, the stress was just incredibly painful and it it just, I don't know, it just did something to me. And I was not, I was a shell of a person. Like nobody recognized me. I was never happy. I never had a smile on my face because I just walked around like just in fear that something was going to happen. <laughs> so you were kind of just going through the motions, basically. You weren't really living life. You were just working, going to work every day, doing what you needed to do, kind of keeping your head down. And it was affecting you, it sounds like, all around on the outside on the inside just lots of things that were going on so 
when you got to the point to where you were at that breaking point, where were you then? What, what was going on at that point? So when the breaking point happened, when I was actually terminated for reasons that were not valid and that was substantiated by an outside source. So, and I can't really go too much into that because we're still in litigation. Oh, that's fine. It was validated to me that I knew I didn't do anything wrong. Right. And so when that happened, I was like, oh my God, I'm not the bad person that everybody said I am. <laughs> and so I started really looking at things differently. And then one day I just said, you know, I've got to lose this weight. I, I've got grandchildren. I've got eight grandchildren. And I want to be there for, for all of them. And the life that I'm living right now, it's not happening. I never have the energy I'm always exhausted and God forbid I go for a walk somewhere and, you know, I'd get the cankles, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd end up walking with the elephant legs because I was in so much pain, but just suffering through because I didn't want to neglect my grandchildren and I didn't want to let people down because I'm such a people pleaser, <laughs> you yep, know, so I says, hey, too. can you do this? Absolutely. It didn't yeah. matter how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. So I just so said, you had a big why. I you did. had a really big why. I did. I think sometimes when you have a really big why like that, it does actually move you, propel you forward, doesn't it? It does. It definitely does. So here you are, you're wanting to do more with your grandkids and you just physically don't feel good. So what did you do to actually get yourself out of that? I walked away from my job. I walked away from my career. Literally. I, I literally, I turned in my resignation and I walked out the door and didn't turn back. I actually got rid of the majority of my, my possessions. I kept what I needed in storage back home in Alaska. And then the rest of it, I got rid of it and then packed what I needed. And I got in my car and I drove to Arizona. Wow. Okay. So you're you're driving to Arizona now and you're like, where do you know where you're headed? Well, yeah, it, it, it was, it was an interesting, you know, I had the map plan and everything, but you know, I took a wrong turn. So instead of going this particular route, I was supposed to go down to enter the United States States through Washington. I ended up going through, I believe Edmonton and all that. And ended oh, up no. coming so you Canada. took a longer trip. So I took a longer, it took a little bit longer, <laughs> but it was the best thing that I had ever done. Cause it's the first time in my life that I ever did anything as daring as that. Mm. Like just get in the car and go. I left, you know, my, one of my children behind and, and his children. So five of my grandchildren are in Alaska and three of them are here in Arizona. And so I left them all and I came, I got in the car and just drove and they were nervous. Cause you know, mom, what are you doing? You're going to drive by yourself. You know, my friends, my family, they're like, seriously, what if something happens? I'm like, I'll be fine. It'll be okay. I'll, I'll be posting live on Facebook every day. That way, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> so three snowstorms, two rainstorms, um, oh and a sandstorm later. <laughs> and you probably, if you're anything like me, when I'm driving, I literally like, that is my time to just go through everything in my mind. I'm kind of like planning things out, thinking about like how I want this to work, that to work. It's a great planning session for me. So I love driving. There was a lot of crying. There was a lot mm, of laughing. Yes. There mm. was a lot of talking to God. There was a lot of there was a I lot of my it. own self-talk. And it was, it was, it was very cathartic for me. It was something that I needed to do. And it showed me that 
I could do something, that I was worthy, that I was capable of making these life-changing decisions and moving forward. I, I didn't need to know the how. I just needed to know it's time to go. It's, it's time for me to move on and let go of everything that has been bothering me and all the people that have done things to me or whatever. It's time to let it go and just start fresh. So here I am in Arizona. I love that you said, I didn't need to know the how. Because how many times do people think, I need to figure it all out before I make those steps? Sometimes it's just making those steps that helps you figure out the rest, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what happened with you? That's pretty much what happened. I've always been that perfect Porsche where everything has to be perfectly laid out. You know, it's like, <laughs> It's got to look right. It's got to smell right. It's got to feel right. You know, everything's mm -hmm. got to be in order. There can be no missteps. And I didn't do that. I just said, I'm done. And I walked away and said, and no, happens, so happens. now you're in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Now what happens at that point? Well, I get here and I, you know, decompress. And oh, by the way, like within a couple of days of arriving here, the air conditioner goes out of my vehicle. Oh no. And so I take oh. it in and it turns out it needed almost $4,000 worth of work because something with the mount and a rod was not right. It was like, there, I don't know. I can't even explain oh, it. Oh my but goodness. All and I know is that the mechanic said, and you drove this from Alaska to here and you didn't have an accident. <laughs> well, I didn't have an accident. I said, but I prayed every day and I had my Bible open every day. So oh, wow. God brought me through this. I was really That's excited right. about I that. I think you're right about that one. So, so when that happened, in Arizona, you like, absolutely need your air conditioning. Yes. I mean, it's hot there. It was 109 yeah. degrees when I got here. Oh, yeah. wow. I wasn't yeah. used to that. You know, we don't get that kind of weather in Alaska. No, not at all. Wow. <laughs> so I just, you know, was like, okay, well, here we go. And so I just kind of set up shop and started working on building my own business because I knew that I had a message to share and I had to, to help other people learn how to be better communicators because I found that, you know, as a friend of mine told me one time, the leader is missing from the ship. Mm. And so I'm like, you know what, it's time to start training up the generation so that they can be good leaders for the future. I love that. I love that. There we go. So now you're there, you know, you need to make these changes you're starting to look a little bit further into maybe starting your own business, doing your own thing. So how did you get out of that negative kind of self-talk and things that were going on inside of you? A lot of personal development. And I belong to this amazing community where I have these mentors that really make you think. And I started learning more about my belief system and learning that Everything that I've ever done has been based off being told what to believe, you know, and you're, you're told what to believe from the time that you're a child. You mm -hmm. know, our family members, they tell us what to do, what we can and cannot do. And me, my, my mother, I was adopted. So my adopted mother was not the nicest person in the world and was, was constantly saying to me, you're never going to amount to anything and you're going to end up alone. Nobody's going to want to be with you. So of course, when I lost the job and then I lost the husband, all that came flooding back. Mm -hmm. And my mentors were like, that's, that's why do you believe that you're not good enough? Like, is that really true? Like, tell me what all you have done that's good in life. And you start naming it and you're like, oh yeah, I, I do a lot. I do a lot of good in this world. Okay. So it's just a matter of starting to shift that and stop saying to myself, well, I can't do that because, 
you know, people are going to think I'm stupid. I don't deserve to have that because, you know, somebody else needs it more than I do. Or if I do this, then something bad's going to happen. You know, we all play that if this Mm -hmm. and if that happens. And I had to learn to stop doing that. And so I went through this period of time that for 90 days, I did an I am statement. And every day I would post, I am, and, you know, I would find a word that would be powerful. Like, I am strong. I am beautiful. I am capable. I am able, you know, just, and coming up with 90 words, it's not as easy as you think it is. (laughs) Yeah. So each day then you were coming up with a different word, obviously, Mm because you said 90 words. So each day you're just saying that, like when you get up in the morning, are you saying it in the mirror? How was that? I was posting it on a mirror, but I was also posting in my Facebook group. And then once I came out of that, that community group, I I started going, okay, well, let me see how this is going to work. If I put it in my private, in my personal Facebook page. So then I started putting it in my personal Facebook page. And then I found that other people were like, oh, this is a really cool idea. And then other people would start posting their I am statements. And when you, when you give yourself those powerful affirmations of you are, you know, you are something that's powerful and capable, it changes your whole outset. It like your outlook on life changes and you start to see yourself a lot different. And mm-hmm. so, you know, so was true. it, was it always a great I am? Not always, you know, because, you know, we have the valleys up and down, you know, some days right. are better than others. Do. And so, you know, when I found myself saying, I am so stupid. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm smart. I'm, if I was stupid, then this would be happening. <laughs> right. I love that. I love yeah. that. So yeah, you kind of look at the opposite. Well, exactly. If I was stupid, I would not be doing what I'm doing because mm-hmm. right now I'm being smart because now I'm in a better place. Yep. I'm happier. And I'm doing what I want to do instead of what somebody else wants me to do. So I think that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That was great. So now you started your business. What is your business that you started? I do leadership coaching and personal growth development. And I specifically want to work with women who are stuck with their limiting beliefs, who believe that they're not going to be able to do anything other than what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that could be because their childhood was not as good as it could have been. A lot of it could be that they've been in relationships that were detrimental to their, to their livelihood. And they're just now starting to see that that relationship was not really what they were supposed to be doing. So I want to help them break that because if they can break that, then when they go to work, they can be better performers and they don't have to deal with the with the, the negativity that happens at work. You know, when I was at work, I dealt with a lot of what I like to call adult bullying, but because I was too afraid to speak up or, you know, I didn't want to lose my job. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. want to lose my health benefits and I didn't want to rock the boat. You just take it and take it and take it and take it until you get to that point where, you know, you erupt and you get sick. You get so sick that there are days that you just don't even want to get out of bed. Um, and so I want to, I want to work with, with women to help them do that. And I want to help women learn how to maximize their communication because so often we're misunderstood. Mm. You know, if we, if we sniffle in a meeting, 
you know, we're automatically looked at like, mm, now you're going to start crying. <laughs> you're going to be crybaby. Or, you know, if you yell, if you raise your voice, you're being hormonal. If you're, you know, and this goes for, for being <laughs> in the so house true. too. It's so this true. goes for being in the house too. You look at your spouse a certain way and immediately, well, what's, what's your problem? And I don't have a problem. <laughs> I just kind of looked at you funny or, you know, uh-huh. is how do we maximize communication and improve that so that we can be better heard? You know what I found too is that, I'm sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you, but what I found too is when you have that situation where you're like responding to somebody else, like, why are you looking at me that way? Or, you know, I'm not, I'm just looking at, I think it's the other person that has issues or things that they're dealing with more than it's, it's not even necessarily that you looked at them differently. It's more that they have some other stuff going on. Does that make sense? So I want people to recognize that even though people do say those things or have those things, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are doing that. They probably have some things they haven't dealt with. Mm -hmm. And so they're struggling with stuff. Yep. So. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So anyway, sorry about that. Did not mean to interrupt you. You were talking about your program and kind of how you were changing those limiting beliefs and. So I do a lot through, as a, as a certified human behavior analyst, I do a lot of um, communication testing and I use the power of DISC where it helps to identify what a person's behavior style is when they're speaking. I am a direct person. I like for, I, I don't like the mulberry bush story. Just, just tell me what I need to know so that I can move on with life. <laughs> but then if I'm working with someone that is the mulberry bush person and they like to tell that story then I need to know to express patience <laughs> and tolerance mm-hmm. and, and be able to guide them to give me the answers that I'm looking for while they're telling the story without mm-hmm. making them feel like, you know, I'm interrupting them and I don't care what they're saying. Right. So as you are doing this, it helps you understand their personality. Yes. A little does. bit more. Yes, okay. it does. And then by understanding their personality, how does that how then do you help them? Because everyone's different, right? So mm-hmm. we all need things maybe taught to us in a different way. So I'm guessing you have mm-hmm. like different kind of categories. That, yes, um, we do. Called. There there are. And so what I do is, so once, once we identify which communication style a person is, they start to better understand themselves and they understand why they think the way that they think and why they do the things that they do. But more importantly, it gives them the tips that they need to overcome some of those challenges. Like my biggest fear is criticism. It's hands down, that's my biggest fear. Where somebody else, their biggest fear might be, what is it? Their, their biggest fear might be being made fun of, you know, being told, you know, that their job was, that they, what they did was, was not good enough. So how do we work to that, to that strength so that they're not feeling like every time they say something, they're going to be criticized. You know, you start evaluating yourself and you, you go, oh, I better not say that because they're going to criticize me or I'm going to get angry because I'm being criticized. So here's how I can react instead of reacting with that anger. I had a friend tell me one time that she could tell when I was getting irritated or that I was going to be sarcastic because I would start my sentences with, so, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I was I like, that. what? So it must have been a good friend that actually and knew you really did. well. She that did. Knew. Yeah, she did. She said, you know, every time you're, every time you're, you're getting irritated with somebody, Mary, 
you like to say, so tell me. And the way she said it was exactly the way I would say it. And at first when she told me that, I got mad. I'm not going to lie. I got mad. I was like, how <laughs> dare you? Who do you think you are? Right. But then I started really watching myself and I caught myself going, what's up? And I was like, oh my God, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> I am coming across sarcastic. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So that's great too, because it helped you recognize like your kind of patterns and some of the things yep. that you do as you know, within yourself. So as you created this program, obviously you went through these steps, you went through these things to find out your own personality, your own things. And did you, did you create this program? No, I, I'm actually certified through the John Maxwell team. Okay. So I get to do a lot of work with John Maxwell. And for yeah, those that don't awesome. know who John Maxwell is, John Maxwell. he is the Amazing. number one leadership guru in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm very honored and privileged to be able to say that he is my mentor. And I've actually gotten to meet him on multiple occasions when I go through the trainings and everything. And so a lot of the things that I've learned, I've learned as a result of working with John. Mm -hmm. and being certified to teach a lot of his curriculums. So I've read a lot of his books. I mean, I started my personal growth journey back in 2011 when my divorce started because mm -hmm. I realized, okay, maybe it's me. Maybe there's something wrong with me and I need, to, I need to fix it. And so that's how I got started on reading his books. And so when it came time to decide I wanted to be certified as a leadership expert, it was only natural that I went through his program. <laughs> Got it. Well, I love that. And he's a great leader. I love his stuff. I've not taken any of his stuff, but I have done a lot of other things, mm -hmm. but I've thought about it actually. Um, so I love that you have done that. And now you're teaching a lot of what he's mm -hmm. taught you to other people. Mm -hmm. So now tell me, you've made it out of where you were mm -hmm. in that despair and that you know, where you were struggling and, and now you're thriving instead of surviving in your life. Mm -hmm. What would you say was the one thing that made the biggest difference for you to get you from where you were to where you are today? The biggest thing that happened to me was someone asking me this one simple question. If you're not showing up here, where else are you not showing up? Mm. Ooh, that's big. And I thought, huh, because, you know, I belong to so many things. I, I'm involved in so many things. But the reality is, how involved am I really if I'm not showing up? Mm -hmm. If I always make an excuse for why I can't be somewhere, why I can't complete something, where else am I not showing up in my life? And that made me, like, do a complete 180. And so now I'm like, I don't have time to wait and I don't have time to waste. Mm. I have to get things done if I'm going to take care of me because the last thing I want is for my children, my adult children to ever end up having to take care of me, you know, because I don't want them to do that. I want to be able to take care of me by myself and have everything planned out so that everything is smooth for when Perfect. the time comes. I love that. So now I also know that you, and thank you for that. That was, that was perfect. And it gives people some hope to know that, Hey, you can make those shifts too. You can make those changes and you can start thriving in life instead of just surviving and what they're dealing mm -hmm. with. So you have a freebie, I believe that you were talking about that you were going to give the viewers. Mm -hmm. Is that something you would like to share? They can sign up to get a monthly newsletter from me. It's just once a month. 
and okay. it gives you some tips on how to grow personally, how to break through some of the barriers that you have. It's a really good newsletter packed full of value-added information that will change somebody's life for the better. Perfect. And how can they get a hold of you for this program that you have? They can reach me through leadershipchangers.com. That's my website. And then we'll put the link. Um, hopefully we can put the link in the yeah, comments yes. for the news. I'll put the link in the comments. Because that's a long one. I, I'm still learning mm -hmm. how to make support and everything. Um, yeah, but if they visit okay. my website, they can see everything that I offer and how I work with them one-on-one. -on -one, or even I can come out to their organizations and work with them as well. Perfect. All right. I love it. Well, I appreciate you coming on today. And I so appreciate you sharing your story and kind of, you know, what you went through, your journey, and how you came out on top. And I just appreciate you doing that. And thank you for sharing these great things with our listeners to be able to get the information that you were able to receive and hopefully help them in return. So thank, thank you, you. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is Donna, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.